You're listening to Gear Disrupted. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 15 of the podcast, Ear Disrupted. Where our mission is to encourage and inspire people to live and work abroad through practical tips, actionable insights, and real-life stories. I'm Gabrielle, and I'm here with... Abby. Abby. And where are we? We are in Copenhagen, Thailand yeah. right now. Coming to you live. Not live. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. But, but Maybe one, one day. day. But yeah, we are on a small island in Thailand mm-hmm. where we've chosen to spend our time quarantining and yep. social distancing from people. Yeah. If you want to learn more about our kind of crazy tale of how we got here, we talked about that in episode 13. Uh, but we will be providing more updates as we go along about the situation in Thailand, just kind of laying low, making sure we follow all the new rules and trying our best to not get coronavirus. Exactly. Yeah. Just waiting for things to get better again. And hopefully we'll just be here corona free until that happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so Avi, what are we going to talk to people about today? So our plan today is to talk to you guys about how to optimize your work from home routine so you can not only stay sane and productive, but also get even more out of your time at home. Yeah, basically how to take advantage of this time, right? Like yeah, a lot of, exactly. A lot of great things can come out of times of uncertainty or re- economic recessions, so... We're here to inspire you on how maybe you yourself can either do that or just enjoy your time too. We know a lot of people are working from home right now and we've had a lot of friends reach out to us asking how to work from home, what are some of the things to keep in mind, how to create a schedule. Mm -hmm. So we'll hopefully answer some of those questions for you guys and help you improve your work from home situation. Yeah. So we know that working from home is already a something that's that's uh, becoming a trend even before the coronavirus but with this coronavirus it's become a large experiment where a lot of bosses a lot of companies are getting to test out the work from home concept so chances are this will only accelerate the working from home culture so you just got to be ready for it it's it's coming we all knew it was coming but it may be coming here faster than Mm -hmm. ever so it's probably best i'm sure a lot of people want to work from home yeah the struggles usually are how to stay productive yeah and how to still keep delivering yeah i think a lot of people are like "Ooh, if i just don't have to go into the office then life will be amazing and while that can be true it there definitely is some growing pains there's some getting out of old patterns of thinking and into new patterns of thinking so we're going to go all over that today Uh, in terms of our situation so i have been working from home for almost a year now if you can believe that yeah that's crazy last may um, so pretty much 11 months um, mm-hmm. I have been working from home. It's certainly been a wild ride. <laughs> I've learned a lot about it, learned a lot about my schedule, like how I work best. Um, yeah, I remember this time last year you were debating whether to quit your job yeah. or not. <laughs> I know. look at us. Here look at we us are. now. It just goes to show how much things can change. Uh, yeah, I wanted to quit my job for the longest time. And I did it. Avi, uh, how long have you been working from home? So I'm at month three mm-hmm. well almost done with the third month now so i started pretty much in january so yeah starting on month number four but you are a natural i think if anyone is like right for work from home it's you like well, you can focus you. yeah you can focus like nobody else i know and you kind of prefer your time and space to 
work. Like Avi can just get lost in what he's doing for hours. And I know not everybody feels that way, but I feel like you are, this yeah, is feel, meant for you. Right. <laughs> for me, it was like at work, it felt like I was in a place where I was being bothered too much and not be able to focus. Yeah. And so one of my big reasons for leaving my job was because I was not able to create a flexible schedule. I mm -hmm. had a deal with my boss that I could work from homes on Fridays, but even that got taken away. Mm. So that was just like an opposite of what I wanted to yeah. do at work. There's a lot of other noises and a lot of people just stopping by your desks. We've bitched about it a lot in yeah. previous episodes. <laughs> we should make a whole rant about that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think being at home, I get to not worry about getting ready mm -hmm. and then spending an hour stuck in yeah. traffic dealing with crazy drivers. Not getting ready. As just I, wake up peacefully. As I watch you sitting in your shorts with no shirt on, that's yeah, the actually, light. boxers, not yeah. even shorts. <laughs> but basically what we want to say from our experience is, although we are not experts, we have figured out some of the good, some of the bad, and we're here to talk about it. And what we want to say is, before we get into the finer points that doing it strategically is really important to fitting everything that we want to get done in a day. I'm not much of a planner. I'm much more of a spontaneous person in my lifestyle. But the one thing I do make sure I keep a plan and sometimes even when I go off, I have to remind myself is when it comes to my weekly work schedule. Um, and to be honest, we do a lot of different things in our day. For example, we have to do the work that we need to actually earn money to actually pay our bills. We also have planning and development tasks needed to either grow our business or strategize new ways of earning business, whether it's reaching out to clients, whether it's watching the stock market and strategizing. So that's another chunk. And then we also have weekly growth goals for Year Disrupted and the content that we want to create for you guys. So any given day revolves around a lot of different buckets. Um, couple that with our love of, of staying fit and exercise. And we have a full schedule. Yeah. But doing it the right way can allow us to not only make the money we need to work on our business development and then work on our fun project, which is this. Yeah. And on top of that, we are also in a different country every mm -hmm. couple months. So, yeah. <laughs> so we have to adjust to a new routine yeah. every time we move. Yeah. And if so all of adds. these things hit you at any given moment, it's enough for anybody to lose their mind. But we found ways to to position it and to dilute it a bit. So Abby, why don't you get into maybe the first step that someone who's now just working from home indefinitely can ask themselves? Yeah, so I think the first question to ask yourself is what do you want to get out of your time? We all know this is something new for everyone. Maybe this is temporary for you that you're only getting to work from home during this period of coronavirus shutdown or lockdown. But for some people, you may just want to just relax, get the most out of your time mm -hmm. at home. Binge watch the Tiger bare minimum King. Work. Yeah. <laughs> Binge watch Tiger King. We still haven't watched yeah. it, but heard. But uh, we know enough that it's in the zeitgeist. So yeah. we can we can mention. It. Yeah, but we got to We got to get to that. <laughs> so you could either just relax, do what you need to do for work. Or if you want to jump on a hobby that you've always wanted to pick up, you could do that. Mm. Could start a new business. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people have all these goals, whether it's learning a new language, starting a new business, but usually the big looming thing that takes up so much time is their job, is their nine to five. And while your job isn't going away, there might be ways to to change out some of the time or to maximize it. So think about what it is that you want to get out of this time. Yeah. yeah I mean, if you think about it, you do have more time now, right? Mm -hmm. 
you're not yeah. having to get ready for work every day you're not having to drive to work and be stuck in traffic for hours so that opens up a lot of free time in your day in yeah. addition to that your normal work days are designed around an eight hour or nine hour or work day hour, so hour. what's the the law called parkinson's law it's called parkinson's law where you know if you give someone to do a task in two hours they will do it for two hours but if you give them the same task to do in four hours it will take them four hours to do it so it's pretty much the the mindset that if you have eight or nine hours to uh, to work in your day you're gonna you fill will, it you're gonna fill it yeah if you, you may not even have work yeah but technically and from my personal experience i could do the same job in four hours if mm -hmm. i was at home than what took me eight hours at, yeah. at the office and that eight hour myth i mean think about it you cut out morning pleasantries lunch break all the times you go to the bathroom so you don't have to talk to anybody and you're really only working dedicated for three to four hours exactly so the first step once you've thought about okay i want to not only do my job but do it well i want to work on this thing i want to work on this project i want to binge watch tiger king i want to basically become an amateur chef which we see a <laughs> lot of you people doing right now that's a whole other thing but okay the first thing that i will say is learning how to frame and prioritize your day and your week now this was huge for me and it was huge for me even when i was still at work when abby and i read the four hour work week which is where where some of these ideas come from it transformed the way that we worked both in the home and in the office so back when i wanted to quit my job i was reading this book and thinking okay how can i just get the most out of my time even in the office to be a good worker to not be a slacker this mindset was huge so basically the way it works is that you you can either do it on a daily basis or a weekly basis or a both basis which is what i recommend so make the a list of the things that you want to get done in a week um, these can either be tasks that you must complete for work or maybe they're milestones in your own project or hobby they can be broken down into tasks or time for example i want to finish that proposal or i want to spend two hours learning spanish if your week could be your ideal week and at the end of the week friday or saturday or however you position your week if you got these things accomplished then you would be proud of yourself that you would feel like you are making progress or um, prioritizing your work or prioritizing your mental health whatever your goal is that abby just talked about so once you have that and be realistic i mean don't try to do everything it's yeah. it's really important to start slow if you find yourself bored add more tasks but don't set yourself up for failure by trying to like master this and yeah. do that <laughs> and also find like five new clients it just it doesn't work yeah and one thing we've learned so far is that it usually takes longer to get something done than you yeah. expect right. so yeah i would say start simple overestimate the time it would mm -hmm. take you to get things done and design your week that yeah. way and then when we get into days um this is straight from tim ferris's ideas but in each day you should have two maybe three if it's small critical tasks so those are the tasks that if all else fails if all else goes to shit if i do not do anything else today these are the tasks that i want to do yeah so that's huge and i'm looking at my checklist on the wall right now i have my critical tasks for every day i have the week and it is so satisfying to be able to check that box fill it out delete it from your electronic notes mm -hmm. whatever it is but once you have that then the rest is up to you when do you want to complete it right. you know i like to complete at least one critical task before lunchtime 
you can save it all until the nighttime if that's what you want. Yeah. But make sure you know when you're going to do those. We try to leave our most critical tasks when we are the most productive and mm -hmm. what time of the day. Yeah. And then we just completely focus, shut out everything else and just focus until we get that task complete. Yeah. And you should know when you're doing your critical task, even if it's, hey, maybe your critical task for the day is that one hour of learning Spanish yeah. or is watching a video on sales tactics or whatever it is that you've planned seriously cut out all distractions you'll thank yourself for it don't let something come in and stop see that task through you'll be surprised i mean i used to write case studies and white papers at my old job and those are things that would take a long time or i would dilly dally but if i said okay i have two hours to get this done yeah. and i turn off my phone and i don't do anything else you will shock yourself at what you are able to get done right and then one more thing about critical tasks Make sure they're small enough. Don't think I want to build an entire website. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can if it's a simple website, but maybe break down your critical tasks into I want to get the landing page done yeah. or right. something small enough that you know you can get completed in, in the hours you're assigning in a session. Yeah. And so that way you can cross that particular task totally. off your list. Every big task is made up of smaller tasks. So if your weekly goal is to create a website, your daily task could could be to wireframe it, to create the about page. Um, get crafty with this. You'll be surprised at your own creativity. And again, keep in mind your energy levels. Are you, are you super unproductive after lunch? Great. Don't schedule that time for making that landing page. Um, but this is where a lot of your own autonomy can come in and you can really get to know yourself. So if there's one takeaway we want to give you, it's to separate your day into critical tasks. But then comes the actual day. And a huge question we get is how to create a routine. So Avi, can you kind of get into now that we we know what our, our critical tasks are, we know what we want to get accomplished, how do we go about creating our day-by-day -day routine? Yeah, so this is the most important part because you once you write down your goals, most people struggle with sticking to a routine because it's a lot easier to just sit on your couch watch netflix and forget about the work you needed to get done so it's important that when you're being given this free time taking a break from the traditional nine to five that you really lay out what are the times of the day mm -hmm. when you want to get particular things done when you want to work on your critical tasks when you want to go yeah. for a workout when you will take lunch um, all around when you feel the most energetic, when you feel the most creative. And don't be afraid in this day and age, if, unless you have like some work-related meeting you have to be on, but to be like, I'm going to eat lunch and take a 20-minute power nap. Yeah, exactly. that's <laughs> what floats my boat. But this is where you can really break free from that traditional 9 to 5 way of thinking. If you really want to get your critical tasks done by noon mm -hmm. and then be on standby for your coworkers while watching Tiger King or while learning how to crochet, yeah. <laughs> don't feel guilty about that time and don't feel like you have to stuff it through with like useless email checking or sending things to people that don't matter. Just right. Our big takeaway is make it purposeful. And I would say also just try to keep every day mm -hmm. same. Yeah, like, that's huge. So at least for the weekdays, Try to do the same thing every day. That way you don't have to plan your schedule for every day differently. Yeah. And you can just wake up, you know, Monday through Friday. That's your schedule. You wake up, you either go for a workout or you get your work done. Yeah. And then breakfast and take a break, whatever floats your boat. Such a great point because with working from home and, and if you're self-employed too, it, it's even 
more pronounced, but when you have the freedom, you can make a lot of different choices. And that, even though the freedom is nice, the abundance of choice can hamstring you a bit. So try to eliminate all those choices because if I wake up and I don't have any sort of plan, then I'm going to think through, oh, should I go for my workout now? Should I eat breakfast now? Should I crochet now? Should I work on that one critical task now? Then the time I'm spending thinking through those options, just one could make me not do anything. Yeah. And two will interrupt the time that I could spend just getting up, be, knowing what I'm going to do and and having the satisfaction of I planned this for myself. Right. No one else is making me do this at this time. Exactly. Yeah. Remove the decision fatigue out of making your schedule yeah. out of your day. Yeah. Also, I just want to say Gabby loves crocheting. That's like <laughs> one of the things she it's does not all day, every day. Y'all, I, I have just like a long ass crochet train that is now the carpet of our floor here because <laughs> it's so long. No, I used to kidding, knit yeah. though, but I've never crocheted. Yeah. Next thing is think about what else you need to do to stay sane yeah. and to schedule your date so yeah this is huge just because you are completing those critical tasks and are objectively satisfied with your week does not mean that every part of you has been nourished and and satisfied so you know people say that work from home can be lonely people say that work from home can be boring try to placate that whether that's you save a certain time of your day to do the things you love or you pepper it in throughout your day whatever floats your boat maybe you have your lunch while calling a friend Maybe you save your evening time. You get all your tasks done. So in the evening, you can cook and, and talk to a friend. Yeah. But think about what other things that truly bring joy and satisfaction to you beyond just being productive and schedule it in just like anything else. Yeah, we highly recommend that. Mm -hmm. Certainly keep time for things you enjoy every day to keep you well mentally. And the great thing about this is I think that why we propose strategy and planning is because you can do anything you want in a day as long as you show up 100% to each thing, whether that's calling your mom, whether it's crocheting, whether it's, <laughs> sorry, I don't know why I keep talking about that, whether it's doing your critical task, half of the battle is just being present in yeah. what we are doing. So if you have not completed your critical task or you have something hanging over your head and you're trying to cook, which is something that brings you satisfaction, you won't be 100% there. And then you won't get that satisfaction that you need to then be 100% while you're either learning your Spanish or, or working on your business or learning sales and marketing. And again, also another reason why it's important to be 100% is if you are, if you do have some goals and you are really trying to maximize this time, Sometimes it hits you like a train. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, I have this project, this project. I need to work on my LinkedIn sales funnel. I need to write a blog for your disrupted. Oh, what are we? If you let, if you give yourself that space for that all to flood into your brain, it will impede what you're currently yeah, trying to do. Yeah, it will do. overwhelm you. Yeah. So just show up 100% to what you're doing, even if it takes like a little check-in with yourself. Like, hey, I'm watching TV right now and I'm not feeling guilty about it or I'm not feeling unproductive because this is what I told myself I wanted to do at this time. Right. And that's why planning can feel so great. And it's just, it's kind of like anything else with exercise, with eating well, you know, you need to show up 100% to the gym so you can show up 100% on your off day. So it's, it's no different with work. Uh, you can train your brain just like you can train your body. 
and we highly recommend that. So true. So what does our schedule look like now that we're here in Copenhagen? <laughs> I feel like our schedule is going to give people anxiety. <laughs> um, but we have, um, I think we've kind of nailed our week yeah, schedule Yeah, I think now. we're doing pretty good. I'm loving it so far. We are on week two here now, and yeah. we are almost 12-hour difference from mm -hmm. uh, central time zone in the U.S. So this, if anything, the time difference has really taught us to think outside of the box yeah. because we try to be up during those working hours for the U.S., at least the morning ones. Mm -hmm. um, so that involves a lot of night work, which is good for Abby. He's a night owl. Difficult for me. I'm a morning <laughs> bird. Um, but we do want to be on our computers at that time, at least for a little bit. So I would say a normal day is that we wake up, we kind of have a little bit of a lazy morning yeah. or not as not as like strict as a morning as we had in Medellin where we would just like get up and get on our computers. Yeah. We normally wake up, we meditate, we maybe talk, eat breakfast, have breakfast yeah. maybe watch like an episode of The Daily Show or something like that. Um, and then I'd say right after we've kind of lazed around, we, we pretty much get started on maybe one critical task. Yeah. I'd say that's, we have that planned out. Um, we do that around 11, 11.30. One of those things that we really want to do that day, we get done. Exactly. And then then we step off for lunch around 12.31. Yeah. We take a long like lunch slash workout break. Yeah. Like multiple hours. The time between what 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. is kind of open for lunch, working out. We're currently doing hard 75, which we'll get more into. But yeah. we have to do two 45-minute <laughs> workouts every day. So we try to do that between that time also and then also get some more work done. Yeah, so we have to do an outdoor workout. So a lot of times we revolve that around our lunch. Like we'll go for a little run, pick up our lunch on the way back, something like that. But that time is for be focusing on eating lunch and working out. So then if we have a task that we need to get done, we know it's not our most productive time. Yeah. So that might be like, a, oh, watching a video or checking some emails so we schedule like whatever that task is for this period from like 1 30 to 6 or 1 30 yeah, to 5 yeah where, not so important tasks yeah. yeah so i would say during that time we do do a bit of work it's just not as focused work mm -hmm. um and then we take a break for another workout um we do dinner and then we really just put the pedal to yeah. the metal with that really focused time we make coffee we put our headphones in we stop talking to each other so from about seven 7, 7 o'clock to 1 a.m. Yeah, or to 7 a.m. Yeah, that seems about right. Yeah, 7 to 12, 7 to 1. I go to bed a bit earlier than you. Um, but that is our time to complete that other critical task and to do anything else that we have that we want to do. Right. Because we are on opposite times here. Like the nighttime is our most productive kind of zone in mm -hmm. and get shit done time for both of us yeah. and the, the longest time where we spend good five six hours on our computer just, just doing straight work. on our yeah. computers and i think it's good i personally like it i, I like, like it having a slow start to the morning yeah. instead of just jumping straight into a critical task and then at nighttime when everything is quiet mm -hmm. there's no one bothering me I yeah can just sit and focus on work <laughs> i like it too yeah. because i usually have i have two critical tasks and then like a third uh, auxiliary task so I have to get one done before that evening session of work to just to not feel overwhelmed so yeah. I get whatever that is done during the day uh, right now it's our podcast um, and then at night I do the other one and then it's great because I have that time where I'm like hey I finished all my tasks I'm gonna relax or work on some of my side projects um, 
taking an online course right now so maybe i'll do that yeah um but it, it doesn't feel like i have to fill up that space with work if i've gotten everything done at that time yeah and i think in the same way sitting down to do work at the end of the day is mm -hmm. kind of the one nice part is i'm not being bothered by everything else i have to get done during right. that day everything else is done and now i know that from this point onwards till the time i'm ready to go to bed all i'm doing is is work right and that's that's yeah, kind of cool it's great we're liking it so far so we wanted to give you a couple reminders before we get into some questions that we've asked uh, we've covered some of them about um you know this time can be a gift and an opportunity if you do it right yeah if you do it well um i know there's a lot of people out there struggling so i really don't want to minimize that uh, we could do a whole episode on that but mm -hmm. for those of you who have this opportunity and there is room to take advantage of it you can do that if you want to again it's all about mindfulness it's all about wanting to if you want to sit on the couch and watch tv do it again like we said don't feel don't do it because you're stuck or indifferent or don't know what else yeah. to do um, another reminder that i've certainly realized is be careful to stay away from the treat yourself mindset yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think that's become really popular in common zeitgeist whether it's like yeah. with your diet treat yourself. or with, with whatever but just treat yourself or i did this so i get to do that one thing Avi and I have learned on this journey is when you treat yourself less, you can treat yourself more in or a way. bigger, yeah. Bigger, yeah. So instead of like, oh, it's Wednesday, I need to drink an entire bottle of wine and like sleep through all of my meetings the next day. Yeah. Maybe you don't need to do that. Um, I don't know. Pat yourself <laughs> on the back when you've done some really cool uh -huh. shit. Right. Do you have anything to say about that? You don't no, fall I into totally, it as easily as I do. Yeah, but. No. I mean, I feel like treating yourself and celebrating feels a lot better when you know you're celebrating something or mm -hmm. when you have accomplished something that you're rewarding yourself for. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're going to treat yourself, treat yourself, but try to have a reason why you're treating yeah. yourself. I think like, some people treat themselves when they don't know what else to do. Yeah. Same thing when you watch TV, like, oh, I'm going to go get a pedicure because I like really don't know, oh, yeah, know what like, else to do. Life right is now. hard, so treat yourself. Yeah. Or in these times, you know, who knows if there will be tomorrow. Treat yourself. Yeah. But and that's great. Like, <laughs> yeah. definitely live it up. You do you. And if, if, if this time is your time to live it up, yeah. please do that. We are not saying you need to turn into like a working robot. But sometimes I treat myself for no reason and then I feel like weird about it or I feel like I didn't have a reason to. So just... You know, learn to love the process. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything, every business, every skill is learned by taking it down, uh, taking it and breaking it down into a series of small steps. Right. So we're just going to recap everything we said. Yeah. And then we'll get into some of the questions we had. Yeah. So the point of this episode is to just let you guys know that a lot of you guys are being given the opportunity to work from home right now. Right. So this is a time to test out make the most out of your time and plan your day how you want to mm -hmm. yeah and then the second is to you know figure out what exactly you want to get out of this time and and to break it down into those daily steps into those weekly steps exactly and and we'd say remove the decision fatigue so mm -hmm. plan your day ahead know exactly when you're getting everything done in addition to that plan where you're going to be working so you're mm -hmm. not setting up your desk and trying to work on the wi-fi yeah. in the morning when it's time for you to do work then just you know think about what other things you need to have like a well-rounded and healthy outlook on life that yeah. will make make you that much more motivated to work or that much more enjoying the process so think about the things that truly bring you joy and satisfaction yeah, definitely leave time for the things you enjoy
Yeah. All right. Time so, for questions. Yeah, we opened yeah. up our year disrupted Instagram to questions. Um, the one question we got the most that we've already answered is about the routine. So hopefully we did answer the question about creating a routine and sticking to it. Mm-hmm. Um, if we didn't, let us know and we'll address it next time. Uh, someone asked, what are the two biggest pet peeves you have about working from home? Okay. Um, my first big, biggest pet peeve is obviously the social aspect even though I really started to resent the social office stuff, mm-hmm. um, I think in this day and age, I miss the social of Medellin working yeah. um, and like working with people you actually want to work with. So, you know, at my job, it was just like a lot of office banter, useless meetings. But if you really like your team in the office or if you really like the people you're working with or you found a good team to work with, like I did in Medellin, I do miss that. So that is a pet peeve. What else? Um, I think the other pet peeve that I try to eliminate is just with the availability of your cell phone Mm -hmm. being close. You know, in work, when you're at a desk, I kept my cell phone in my drawer. If my dad called me, I'd be like, hey, I'm working. It was unacceptable for me to just take a call from my dad. But But (laughs) now it's like my dad will just keep calling me because he knows I'm here ready to answer. But just because I'm available and my boss isn't going to give me like the stank eye doesn't necessarily mean I should like open it, you know, at, in the office, I'd save Instagram for lunch break. I couldn't just scroll through without like looking like an asshole. Yeah. So <laughs> what about you, Avi? Yeah, I think uh, definitely the the phone thing for me too, just having the phone available every time and being able to answer anyone that calls you. And I think the other one is, yeah, just being stuck in home. Mm-hmm. Especially now. Yeah, especially now. I mean, even though we're at a place where we are stones throw away from the beach, mm-hmm. We are kind of on a lockdown. We are trying not to go out as much as we would like to. So definitely yeah. just having the feeling of being locked in a house when I would like to spend more time outside For at sure. the beautiful beach that's that's here. So Other question. Um, what was the last book you read? So for me, it was uh, 10% Happier by nice. Dan Harris. Kind of a, a funny book about meditation. Someone gifted it to me and it was a really good book. Definitely inspired me to start meditating. And mm-hmm. so we've been doing that regularly ever we since we finished that book. It's been going well. Yeah. What uh, about you? For me, I'm going to cheat a little bit and talk about the book I'm currently reading, but I'm almost finished with. So it counts, right? Yeah. Um, but I'm reading a book called The Obstacle is the Way. It was recommended to me by Avi's sister's boyfriend. Shout out to Patrick if you're listening. I know he listens. Um, <laughs> but that's been a great book. Um, even though it's kind of a faster read and I wish he would get in detail more on some of the topics, it's a really great way to frame your thinking. Um, It's not like, oh, choose the hard life or choose the obstacle. It's just the fact that obstacles happen and we can't control it. But like by an obstacle being presented in front of you, that becomes the new path. So trying to find a a path that you had either anticipated or expected, it's just not there anymore. So it's a lot about acceptance, a lot about um, just moving forward, acting, changing your perception, not reacting. So acting, not reacting. That sounds awesome. Yeah, so I'm enjoying that. All right, next question is, what happens when unexpected tasks or things come up? Yeah, I think this one's big for me because I have a lot of clients. Yeah. Um, And for anyone who has a client or a boss, you know, my clients also, not that they're my bosses, but I answer to them sometimes. I'm working on projects with them. Um, So there is that 
hesitancy to just jump on it. Like I get a text or an email from a client and I'm like, oh shit, I got to switch tasks and address yeah. this or even respond. Um, but to me, that is, I think, more of a reaction that can be trained, right? Because they're sending it to me. If it were super urgent, they would be like, S-O-S-O-S-O-S. Yeah. But if I think about it logically, they are sending it to me when it pops into their mind. So I right. can either send back an automatic response like, hey, I'm, you know, they don't pay me to to react and to be on call. I'm not on call. I'm not a doctor right. or a nurse. Shout out to them though, seriously. Um, but I have to push it out of my brain and remain focused on what that task is. Same with if my dad calls me or my brother. It's always like, can I call you in the next hour? Yeah. Um, if, if I am in a place where I can focus on that distraction, distraction, sure. But if it's something when I'm doing my critical tasks, I it has to be like a, you have to put up a wall. And this goes back to what we mentioned earlier, overestimating the time it takes you to do things. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the reason. Keep in mind that you will be distracted by calls, by clients reaching out to you for certain things yeah. that you didn't plan. So add those things in your schedule or allocate the time for those things in your uh, weekly schedule. Find and a then, middle ground, yeah, right? Because yeah. like you don't want to add too many, but then you don't want to add too yeah. few. You know, as you go through weeks, you will adjust, but... Make sure there's some time and as you make your schedule for every week, adjust based on how your previous week went. And the other thing, again, is what we mentioned about having your critical tasks for the week. Mm -hmm. You know, if all goes to shit and like us, you have to literally change your plans and buy new flights to a random island that you didn't even know you were going <laughs> to a day before. Those things may happen. So you just got to make sure you have your critical tasks yeah. for the week that you can get done and yeah. then yeah sometimes you may have to get those things done on a flight mm -hmm. and you know sitting at the airport waiting for the flight yeah and if you're if you're looking at like your checklist and there's a lot of empty boxes you know you need to reevaluate you know you either need to be more realistic or focus more all right and then a couple additional tips i wanted to cover yeah um, i think we discussed this earlier on but one thing we mentioned about sending emails and mm -hmm. trying to get your work done so if you feel like you can get all your work done in four hours, but you still need to, you know, make your boss feel like you're spending eight hours on your computer. Yeah. There's a tip for that. You can schedule your emails to send out at a certain time. Mm -hmm. This is available in Microsoft and Google, and I'm sure other mailing platforms have that too. So get your important work done in the morning and then all the other tasks that you still need to complete you can just schedule those emails if they're not so so important and yeah. that way you know if it's the idea that you need to still make it look like you're working even though you've completed mm -hmm. all your work you can just schedule those emails yeah it's a uh, great point and then other thing that gabby and i use to track our things to do there's this website called trello there's also an app for it it's kind of like a, a card moving system where you can create separate cards and you can move it into different buckets as you are getting them done or mm -hmm. as they're in progress so yeah and you know. i'm a abby's a way more like a like electronic list guy yeah i'm a big old fan of a piece of paper and a pencil whatever Nothing is more your, satisfying yeah than whatever brings you more satisfaction <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. so satisfying but anyway um please 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 let us know if these were helpful or if you have more to add we'll definitely shout you out but our whole mission here is to help you and to speed up the learning curve for you there were definitely times in my work from home where i would 
cry a lot or <laughs> like feel like I wanted to bang my head against the wall. It, you know, this is coming from two people who have been doing it for a bit and we're learning things new every day. So if you have a tip or a book, let us know. And then one other thing, if you follow us on Instagram or Facebook, you'll know about, but we wanted to tell you a little bit. Avi mentioned 75 hard, hard 75. We've been using it interchangeably is something that we've decided to channel a lot of our focus and energy on because we have this time in quarantine. So Avi, can you give us a little rundown and then tell other people where they can find the whole video if they want? Yep. So there's this whole thing called 75 hard. Mm -hmm. It's basically 75 days of sticking to a same routine and a same diet. There's no alcohol involved. You are supposed to drink a gallon of water every day. You're supposed to take a progress picture every day. Do two 45 minute workouts. As I mentioned earlier, one of them has to be outdoors and what read else 10 pages and read 10 pages book. of a non-fiction book uh, we took it as you know self-development book and pick a diet and stick to it yeah and pick a diet and stick to it so so even though those things may not seem hard on a daily like to do for one day it's doing it every single day for 75 days and not cheating one yeah so who created this andy yeah. frisella yeah so this was created by andy frisella you can look him up i'm mm -hmm. sure you can google it he has a podcast uh, on this exact challenge it yeah. is um it was really awesome to listen to it and inspire us but our whole thing is we really want to work on that mental and physical toughness also guys we don't have shit else to do here so this is our our manifestation of our time like we want to use this time to work on our on our physical goals on our mental goals all of these yeah. things so it also really helps with our routine because we know we have to get two workouts in we know we have to spend spend the time reading every day um and to plan our meals accordingly exactly. and that's been really great for just we know we're doing that for the next what 60 something? 65 days 65? now 60 66 66, days 66 including days. today <laughs> 65 so, days we're on day 10 yeah so we still got to complete today uh oh yeah <laughs> so we've only done nine yeah so we we made a whole youtube video about it on our year disrupted youtube video we'll also be posting periodic updates on our year disrupted instagram channel so for those of you who have reached out and said that you listen to the podcast um it really means a lot to us so thank you so much. If you think this episode would benefit somebody who is maybe struggling with the work from home thing or has all these big ideas but doesn't know how to start, send it to them. Yep, Please. for sure. Yeah. Please share. Stay safe, guys. You know, times are crazy. Hoping things get better soon. Other than that, please like us. Please yeah. leave us a review if you can. And uh, please reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. If you're feeling lonely, if you need to talk, yeah. <laughs> um, social media has been a great way for us to interact with people who are also feeling this like strange curtain that's just enveloped the yeah. world right now. So thanks, guys. We All really right. love yeah. you. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye.